0: Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do
1: not relent! Greetings and welcome to episode 203 of another pod. Do not relent! I'm not relenting and I'm Slide
2: Whistle. I refuse to relent, it is I, immunization, and um, I am sipping on a th-margarita on this fine Thursday.
3: Ooh-hoo-hoo, my body is physically incapable of relenting, I'm Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinary and Horde Punching Bag, and I'm sipping on a th-mixed drink today. Also everyone, I'm so sorry for getting sick last week, here's 1.72 seconds of goofball noises just to ease you back in okay i'm glad we could do that can it be like one of those like woof, 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 woof sounds uh yeah yeah i'll have to look into my silly billy archives i was thinking of just putting in penis music but i you know spinny hat noise that's a good one too i'm gonna
1: listen next week to see if it goes woof, 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 woof. You failed.
3: but we got too much shit to talk about Jeez we got a lot of Christ. shit
2: Oh, but I guess we should start off at the top of the episode with our last pre-saved review we have to read. And actually,
1: I will be right back because I do not have a shot board, so... I want to play Call of Duty. That's what I've been thinking about. <laughs> they have, like, every single, like, pride flag available as, like, an avatar. And they have every single pride flag available as, like, a banner. And I'm talking, like, every single... There are flags there that I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, I don't know what this even is.
3: Of all the game franchises to finally drop that, Call of Duty was not the one I would have expected.
1: Surprisingly, it's actually very gay and girls. And I I don't know when this happened. I don't know when this Hmm. cultural shift changed. There's a lot of girls and gays playing. I
3: was about to say, I don't know what first person shooters, aggressive people play, but maybe like Overwatch or Counter-Strike. I think, by and large, when League of Legends came out, a lot of the aggressive folks just kind of got sat in there.
2: Well, okay, so I'm back with a shot now, but I overheard that last bit, and I think based on like the things I'm seeing on TikTok, I feel like a lot of the homophobic people, some re- for some reason, uh, migrated to Valorant. Honestly, you know no, what? That's, that's very
3: not tr- true. You well, know what? I've seen a lot of angry Valorant.
1: I, I honestly think the gays as a whole have moved into the FPS category because there's this thing in Overwatch, whenever I get an Overwatch TikTok and it's always a gay streamer talking about Overwatch, all the comments are like middle school straight boys saying Overwatch accent, Overwatch accent, because so many gay people commentate over it.
0: Huh. So now, now Overwatch
1: accent is a meme where people say it if you, if, if you sound gay on the microphone. I think all the this, all straights this are playing either League of Legends or Chess.
2: Okay, but no, one quick side tangent. I don't know if the straights play chess, because I don't know if you saw this. There's a meme that, like, a, a meme article that went around about, like, one of the, the these famous chess players that was being called hey, out for, like, hey, cheating. That's and then, like, not,
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's not gay. <laughs> he's just using the one secret compartment in his body to help him get the upper edge. So
2: you guys did see this. I don't even need to. Yeah, oh, yeah, I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> yes. I saw it. We all saw Ma- it.
3: Magical anal beads. Anyways, <laughs>
2: while, while we're on the topic of magical, mystical anal beads, I do have a review that somebody posted for us on BonusRoll.gg's podcast directory. It is from Chester McBench Press, and it's a five-star, and they say, Here for more than the beta key. If you're looking for a podcast with a whole lot of personality and sick jokes along with your wow news, I cannot recommend DNR enough. All three hosts have distinctive personalities and styles that keep things fresh, I'm constantly wetting myself with laughter to the point that I've lost my job. My family is starting to become concerned for my health. I'm constantly dehydrated and my urologist has quickly run out of ideas. My depends budget is crippling and takes up my entire unemployment check. But this is the issue with, addic- with addiction. I cannot quit these
1: burly boys. Listen at your own peril. Can we discuss how this has two thumbs up? You can thumbs up reviews. Did you thumbs it up?
3: I assumed
2: you were doing that. Um, I was one of them, but before I even went in there, it already had a thumbs
1: up. So somebody else apparently has been going through and thumbs up in
2: our reviews.
1: Mm, I think Chester McBrench Press is employing my mother Maria's classic strategy. You make a post, and you like it immediately. And I said, Mom, why do you always like your own Facebook post? And she goes, someone's got to get the party started.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I do see it also has a down vote. I can only assume it's from Chester McBrench Press's urologist. <laughs> Although, who knows? He's going to him a lot, so he's making him a lot of money. So maybe he was the first one.
2: But speaking of getting the party started, I will be taking a shot of rum in this review's honor. So thanks Woo-hoo-hoo. for leaving this awesome review, Chester Mitch
1: press yeah we're gonna make <fuck> our urologist mad after this one
3: i'm gonna cup up my pee and show Ooh. it to him
1: hey technically this is an anniversary <sighs> shot because when this comes out it'll be mean it means ninth and of ninth year anniversary of being together look at that shit Ooh-hoo-hoo! We're old. Ooh, Man, when are you have... two
3: finally gonna make me some gay babies some gay bees
1: um uh, my mom when i saw her last was lamenting she goes I'm never going to have babies. Never going to have grandbabies. One of my kids is gay and the other one's a loser. And I'm like, oh my god, you can't say that. <laughs>
3: I wouldn't say loser. I just think Sophia's got a million other things than courtship on her mind.
1: Yeah, she's fucking, she's finished nursing school. Like, it's about to go, baby. Yeah.
3: Damn, a loser. She lives with that woman. She's Rough.
1: mean. She's mean.
3: Okay, but there's a
2: lot of wow related things that have happened since we've last recorded. So, I don't know
1: which of these big topics do you guys want to start with? Okay, let's start with the 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 freshest one. Okay, let's let's go with the 12 the 12 month subscription being added because this is interesting. And I understand why they're doing it because they need more money and also because BlizzCon didn't happen. So, they, they lost some well, they always lose money on BlizzCon, but not virtual BlizzCons, right?
2: Mm-hmm. You know, I don't really understand the reason why. Obviously, it's to get, like, 12 months worth of subs out of the way of money down now. I don't know if it like, has to do with, like, their financial quarters or whatever. I'm not a finance bro, but... um, Did you guys do the math of, like... did they? Did, is it, like, any more of a discount for doing 12 months instead of six? Or is it the same price of, like, whatever the fuck it was?
1: It is no further discount. So it's, it's just a brand new tier that literally just means you are willing to spend... <laughs> double the amount you normally spend to get more mounts now i saw this as uh yeah okay i mean i guess i know i'm gonna be sub for a year anyway uh I, i've only unsubbed once and we do we didn't even make it the full month right we
3: <laughs> yeah
2: yeah we definitely did not make any money from the like yeah we like literally did not miss any time we all the only thing we missed on that that unsub period was just like ourselves not being able to play the game for a few days or something like that but like yeah i i don't know it is a cash a cash grab now for them but like i don't personally care i'm going to be playing anyways i'm not gonna unsub in the foreseeable future so at least for me it's just like bonus amounts
3: yeah it's it's tough but it's only tough for me because i'll be doing it twice like i don't want to be like ah caitlin you're out on you're out on your ass so it's like hmm do I want to look deep down inside myself and pay, what, like, $280, 300 for game time and the big mount man?
1: That's, that's yeah, that's what you're looking at, basically, if you're going to buy what? it twice. So,
2: for Wow Yum, for us, there's um, Telix the Stormhorn mount, which is like this giant beetle that can fly. And then the one that I feel like has gotten a lot of talk is the Gargantuan Gerlock. It's a ground mount. It's a the giant Merlock and... It's been like data mined and like out there for probably like 3 years now, right? Like people have like been like when is this coming out?
3: Yeah, I've seen this guy for forever.
1: Yeah, so so the this is so I guess the the big Gurlock was originally going to be a BlizzCon mount. There used to be a BlizzCon flag on its side and they they took it off for this. So I was trying to do the math, right? So imagine that we had a BlizzCon this year. How much does the virtual ticket normally cost? 80 70 60
3: 60 i thought maybe 60 70 because
1: that's how much this mount would have cost if you were buying it right so 60 70 i think it's 60 so like it actually so they they probably felt like they had to add the second mount since everybody and their mom knew that the girl lock was intended for blizzcon because like paying double for the mount you kind of get ripped off a little bit right
2: yeah i guess I didn't think about it quite like that. Honestly, I didn't really give this mu- that much thought. I know people are probably upset about this for various reasons, but like, I don't know. It's no skin off my back. I really do not care.
1: <laughs> I think the only negative aspect that I have to say about it is that it does prey on FOMO. Like, oh, well, I'm not going to have this cool mount if I don't pay double the money. And so some, some people can't afford to pay that extra money just so they could have the mount, which again is like, oh, well, you don't need the mount, but it still sucks. Like, you shouldn't yeah. feel like you have to pay double to get this cool mount. I don't yeah, know,
3: and it—it's, I get it. It makes sense, but yeah, on the tail of a new expansion to be like, you can get a fucking year, bro, and that way you don't have to sell anything to this person for twelve additional months. It can seem a little sketch, but. <sighs> I, I don't know the percentage of people who would see it and be like, Gargantuan Murloc, gotta get that now, who weren't already going to be playing for all of that time.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I'm interested to see how, the, how this affects their their bottom line. I mean, obviously, I don't know how we will, it's the court of the meeting, but, like, they, they opted to not include a free month of game time, or they didn't cut the price down at all, they kept it the same, like, people will buy this, but the mounts are Fucking beautiful. The Gerlock is really
2: cool. And then, like honestly, you get two additional mounts, and it like so it's like four mounts total. Because like, um, if you're new to like a twelve month sub, which everyone, so if you're new to like a six month sub, then you would get like the Nether Gorged uh, Great Worm or whatever the fuck it's called, and then which is the current six month one, right? And then
3: mm-hmm.
2: also whatever the next six month one will be, which I don't think they announced that. That's yet. the
3: thing too. Yeah, is that. They have an unlock a hidden fighter screen on it too. There's like a rabbit looking thing that we don't even know what it is. But apparently, if you have the 12 month sub, you get access to that guy too eventually.
1: Wait, so okay. So I knew there was a mount coming up. It's a rabbit looking thing? So it's it's Chinese New Year probably, right? I
3: assume, yeah. It's probably, I hate to say it, but if you have a six month right now, you get the water dragon. Probably if you have a six month's in four months from now you'll get the <clears throat> the rabbit but they're just saying like yeah 12 month you'll get the rabbit no no worries
2: yeah I saw a bunch of talk about how like the other six month one would be like yes the next uh which was what they've been doing we even talked about this I think in, in passing in the podcast in the past the next uh Lunar it's New gonna Year. be a water rabbit yeah it's a rabbit
1: a water rabbit right yeah we, we, we did we did talk about this <laughs> I can't even imagine how they'd make a rabbit
3: mount So technically, you're paying the extra time right now just for the, (laughs) for the in, to take away the inconvenience of paying six months from now, and you get the little bug and the big murloc guy.
1: And the festering emerald drake mount for classic only. Yeah, which is a literally, even more so of
2: a whatever to me. (laughs)
3: If you have to log in to claim that guy, who knows if I ever will. <laughs> I'm not good at collecting things in the world of classic, and in the two weeks from now, three weeks from now, I will not be going back there for years.
1: Do you think they'll ever do a
3: 24-month sub? I hope they do a life sub. That's what I'm going to be doing anyways, lol. Um it never stops racking up. You check it and it's just the numbers are ticking up and up and up and up and they keep spinning. You just go, "Bye now." And then Jeff Kaplan Jr. shows up behind you and puts a microchip in the base of your spine and he goes, "We own you now. Please do your torgast.
1: One of us, one of us." Or anything else and anything
3: else on 12 months we got to say before we move on. Um uh what if they did a 16 month Waka Waka.
1: Oh, everyone gets a free Fozzie Bear? I'll take it. Fozzie Bear mount. All right. Now we're going to move on to the Twitch drops.
3: Yes, the
0: Twitch drop schedule.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I feel like this one has been probably the most controversial one. Um, I feel like this is the, the one that has gotten most people riled up in. I feel like a while that we've had like a lot of people (laughs) this angry
3: so okay so i have not seen as many people angry online i've just seen a lot of like i always wanted these things or i have these things and now i can get them are there people upset by it other than the two of you yes okay so so they announced
2: uh Several weeks ago, that with Dragonflight and leading up to Dragonflight, there'd be Twitch drops, and they released a schedule, and they updated it this last week. There are like four periods, like starting on November fifteenth through the eighteenth. If you watch like a like Dragonflight Twitch streams for four hours, you get this Dragon kite, and it's a pet, so cool, whatever. But then for like November twenty eighth through December second, if you watch for four hours, you get the fell
1: Drake mount. I think this is dumb on just a lot of. Different, varying levels. So at, at a base level, I don't own the mounts. I don't. Oh, I don't have this mount. But like, it's it has an established BOE value that not only people trade, but but Blizzard has it on the black market, uh, black market auction house. Like, like it, it exists in their system at a certain price, and and they can see this stuff. Now like, should they care about the economy? No, but they've hired WoW economists in the past to manage the auction house and how their economy is run, so they do kind of care about their own economy.
2: Yeah, so for the record, this is an old-ass mount that was from the TCG game trading card thing, and obviously they stopped making those cards God knows who long long ago, and, like, people who have wanted this ugly-ass two-pixel mount have been paying real money for, like, these cards on eBay, or real money to buy packs for a chance at this mount, and... How, how much was this selling for in,
1: like, USD? Not even just that, though. They, they can spend their gold. And it, gold-wise, it costs, like... Uh, last time I checked, it was, like, 4 million gold. Um, obviously, up into a gold cap. We're on the black market auction, black market auction house. Real-world money gets a little complicated because, like... I don't know if anyone's actually buying for the price of $3,615. I don't think anybody is. That's That's ludicrous. But... <laughs> but even if you
2: just look at the in-game gold...
1: This is kind of
2: like Blizzard being like, oh, watch four hours of Asmongold on Twitch and we will
1: give you the Brutasaur. Basically, I, I mean, like, I would say it's a little less only because of the functionality and the coolness comparison. Because the fucking, this strike is ugly. It's
3: so hideous. That's the only thing that I have to add to this because I was never going to be purchasing it using real money trading, nor did I really care about this. But you said as much in our private chat, this thing's fucking ugly. The only thing it has it going for it is that it was super rare. Now that it's not, it's just an ugly dragon. The only people you're going to be catching with this are old heads who are like, I've always wanted the Emerald Fowl drake. New dragon fleeters will be like, what the fuck is this? What is this used napkin? I don't want this.
2: So that's the thing, like, I personally don't have any skin in this game, I don't have it, I don't have any of the TCG things, but I'm mad on behalf of all the people who have this rare mount, and this is, like, kind of setting a precedence as well, that, like, who's to say that, like, the Spectral, spectral Tiger won't be the next one that they give away, or, like, Slide Whistle's fucking Dark Portal Hearthstone?
1: And so, like, really, what it is, is to me, is they are they're baiting everybody. They're 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 baiting the entirety of the WoW community to go to Twitch and watch it because they know the only the only value, as Aaron said, that mount has is how rare it is. So they're like, come get your rare mount? Why couldn't they just like recolor it, like just make it a blue Drake. just make it a different and, color? And that would
3: make it not rarer, but that'd make it a different thing. Like you'd pull it out and be like, oh, I saw you took part in the exclusive world of warcraft twitch event now it's just like oh were you one of the lucky chosen no i happened to watch four hours of content november 28th (laughs) to december 2nd
1: yeah like it it just feels weird to me that they wouldn't just a like just i think you should just leave those mounts as they are it's been 18 years let them sit in the disney vault where nobody like just leave some kind of cool it like it like Imagine they gave away the fucking Blizzard Bear to everybody. The the big BlizzCon Blizzard Bear. People love that. That would make people pissed. That would make people absolutely lose their mind to give away for free to everybody. They've done it as, like, a free giveaway of, like, oh you can get up air, but, like, not like this. Not a Twitch event that anybody can do.
2: Yeah, so Slide and I were talking, like, yesterday or something about why they decided to give away, like, the Feldrake in particular here. Because, like, if you're a newer player or like if you're on twitch and you see that like wow is trending and see that like oh there are drops and oh if you watch it you get this thing and wow like it's not to pull in new players to wow and if it is they'll get this mount and they'll be like this is ugly ass piece of shit like mm-hmm. is this what mounts look like now and wow like no it's not
1: yeah like and and so the the dates of the twitch drops so from the 15th to the 18th you get, if you, you, you get the dragon November 15th through the 18th. Which I think they've changed this since. They've extended some dates. If you watch Twitch, you get the dragon kite pet. I, let it be said, on the record, I don't care about TCG pets. Bananas is not real. Neither is this kite. But the, when the Feldrake is introduced, it's going to be introduced November 28th. When Dragonflight comes out. So the hype machine is gonna be rolling, which is why they're baiting WoW players to come and look. But again, like Amino's saying, the new players are gonna be like, what is this ugly ass piece of shit? This is what WoW looks like? Oh, so this this old game still looks really old. It's shitty advertising. Put a shiny new model dragon there. And if you're gonna use the, the TCG bait, use it later down the road for something else. Don't use it for the opening.
2: Yeah, my only real thought about why they're choosing to do this is which, uh, like, I think this is the same reason why they gave away, like, Kiriko-related stuff on Twitch and Overwatch Mm. 2. It's to increase the number of viewership for their IP on Twitch to get people on Twitch talking about it. I don't know how that benefits them in particular, but, like, overall, if, like, they're seen as, like, one of the highest-trending things on Twitch that's, like, good advertising, maybe. But then, on the other hand, like... If, it's, if they're thinking of it as good advertising, then the reward of the good advertising is this ugly-ass mount? It just doesn't make sense.
1: It's not a good mount. It's only good because it's rare. It, it, it's like they missed the whole point of everything, basically. Except to bring the current WoW players to watch the streams. That's what their whole goal is. They don't care about new players at all, basically.
2: At least the Kiriko one like gave you a mount I mean gave you like a skin, and skins are cost you like literally like both arms and a leg now. So like at least that's valuable.
3: <laughs> All I know is as a guy who has established his battle net to his Twitch, maybe I can be a Twitch affiliated Warcraft channel, in which case I will just be dancing in old Gilnaeus for twenty four hours. Come by and watch the stream and get your big poopy dragon. Maybe I'll accidentally walk in front of the screen, and eat it while well, eating chips or something.
2: Do you even have to be an affiliate stream? I you, think you just have to be mm, playing World of Warcraft to like
3: have somebody view you. Those ones you are able to just be you. You're able to live on the free and easy. Our next friend, November twenty eighth to December twelfth, to get Ichabod the like faux Reaper pet guy. You have to be approved by Blizzard, which means no one you actually enjoy. Other than like hazelnutty games.
2: Yeah, and you have to like gift like one of those channels two subs for this uh Oh this yes,
3: yes, I'm so sorry. That's the thing. You have to pay them. Remember when you could just watch things for the Dragon Kite and the Feldrake? No, now you have to pay rich people, people who already have Blizzard's eye to get a little faux reaper pet. They should have
1: swapped the Ichabod pet for the Feldrake.
3: I think mm-hmm. it'd be
1: comical to make people pay to make you know what you can get the Feldrake, but you ain't getting it for free, baby. You gotta get yeah, two exactly. subs of fucking Asmongold.
3: <laughs> it's RMT all the way down, baby. Do you wanna pay three thousand dollars or do you wanna pay thirty dollars to Asmungold's big long face?
1: Also, while I have everybody here I know what everyone's thinking right now. Everyone who's listening is like, but China... China! China had the Swift Spectral Tiger given away for free. This is incorrect. Well, it's correct. But the the Feldrake is the first, the first TCG mount to be giving away to a region that previously could get the cards. China! China was never able to redeem spectral tiger tcg cards back in the cataclysm days. They were region locked to America and Europe only. No other region had them naturally.
2: I mean China's always China Wow has always been like it's alternate time dimension in its own portal anyways. China.
3: China.
1: Yeah, it th- that that's not wow. That's 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 something completely different. Bones or blood there. Bones or bread in China. China. But, like, that's the argument I've seen. It's like, well, China has had the tigers. And I'm like, listen, Ash, let me shake you by the neck and tell you. China never had spectral tigers until 2018 when they did the promotion. Because they never had it to begin with. They're testing the market. So keep your eyes fucking peeled. Because I'm going to get that fucking rocket chicken. You know, I bet you they're not even going to do the rocket chicken. They're probably going to only do the ugly ones. Like the fucking woolly rhino. Or the fucking spectral death charger. They're only gonna do bad mouths.
3: Anyways, and when the dust has settled, after all of this hullabaloo, uh, December thirteenth to twenty eighth, watch two hours for the perpetual purple fireworks toy. What a way to end your campaign. <laughs> I don't know. Watch two hours and get a firework. <laughs> we're tired.
1: Yeah, they, they cut the hours down. That's the funny part. They're like, ah, right, you know what? We'll cut it in half for you guys. Well, because well, I
3: guess I feel bad. Because it's distinctly like <clears throat> the two weeks of Christmas. So you know if they were like, watch eight hours to get the ultimate Drake, someone would. They'd be like, Chauncey,
0: come underneath the tree. We're opening presents. It's like, shut the fuck up, Mom. I'm trying to get my gift.
3: So... Christian Christmas area, they made it very little amount of hours and a very bad prize. It's called the perpetual purple fireworks. Do you think it'll be
1: actually perpetual? Because the current fireworks throw we have fires up like a little alliance lion or a little symbol of stormwind. Does this mean I can cast fireworks indefinitely? Well, it stop for two seconds.
3: I so what I think it'll be is you shoot it up. And it'll have three little particle effects, and it'll keep doing it in that area until you, like, load into a different area.
2: And it's only on a 30-second cooldown, though. So, like, I feel like you could do it pretty much as much as you want. I don't know.
1: Could I? You
2: can't macro it to every ability, if that's what you're asking.
3: (laughs) I was just about to say, I'm going to become the 2023 version of the Train Gnome, and make sure to put that toy on every single ability.
1: So what do you guys think? What's the countdown? How long do I have my Dark Portal Hearthstone for before it's a Twitch drop? You think the next Twitch drop series or the like what? Maybe like the next expansion coming
3: out? Mm, I don't know because Hearthstones are tough because we think the Dark Portal Hearthstone is pretty cool. But if you told me you just get a Hearthstone as a toy, I'd be like, lame. So I don't know if they'd ever go back to it. I think they're distinctly on a a pet and mount kind of mindset.
1: I'm going to make a graphic, I think. I think I'm going to compile all the pets, toys, and mounts. Maybe even like a spreadsheet. So I can like slowly eliminate what has been used and what hasn't been used. So I can try to figure out how much closer they're getting to my baby. <laughs> Okay, so Slide Whistle is going to develop a
2: new device. He already has the Honkometer. Next, he is going to develop the Twitch
1: Dropometer. Yes. Bananas has fallen. Who? Spectral exactly. Spell Exactly. Still in
3: there. In, Imp a uh, Fiery Gumbo. All of those. Out. We've done them.
1: That's interesting. Because, yeah, none of the ones that come in the Dark Portal Hearthstone pack have been touched yet. Dark Portal Hearthstone... Spectral Heartsteed and but no not the Spectral Spell Tone Pet. Those are the three. Those are boring. <laughs> Nobody wants them. They're lame. Nobody wants them. They're lame. Nobody wants them.
2: You're you're seriously giving me the energy of there's a sect of Swifties right now that are trying to make a campaign to convince other Swifties not to buy tickets to our tour so that they can go to the tour.
1: What are you talking about? They're cannibalizing each other for tickets?
2: It's mainly a joke. They're like they like show clips of like uh, Taylor in all black saying something or, or like during one of her performance, and then they're like, "She is practicing satanic rituals. Mothers, do not buy these tickets for your children. She Taylor Swift is converting them to Satanism."
3: That was me when Little Nas X came to Detroit. I was like. LOL, two tickets, I love this boy, and checked, and they were $300. I was like, who can I convince to tank the value on this? I'd like to go, (laughs) but
1: not for that price. It was such a good concert. It was real good.
3: I do miss, and it was his first ever, uh, it would have been his first ever live performance, like, on concert, so I miss not going to the Detroit show, but (laughs) I'm glad to have that $700 in my pocket.
1: I was going to say, think about how many year-long WoW subs that is. Huh? 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 Oh, boy. Like three. How many weeks do we have until Evoker's drop? It's
3: the
1: 15th, right? So we got two weeks
3: still? Yes. There are 12 days remaining. So a big old two weeks till we get some drop of content.
1: I'm so scared for that day because I am going to go so fucking ham. I just want to play an Evoker so bad that's
2: also when the winds leave us um and wait when is the like anniversary event is that like this upcoming week because i was reading this one like post on like icy veins or something about how like with the dark moon fair and with w- the winds and with the, the anniversary the event. anniversary event you can have like 78 like bonus xp or something so like uh, like these next weeks or whatever whenever that happens is like severe um like leveling time
3: all I know is that I need it because my boy Kissin' Akechi is so close to being top spot in the Torrens. And that is the final heritage armor that I need. So me and Kissin' Akechi need that boost.
1: Yeah, I think once all that, like, EXP combinations, like, come to a head and they're all available, it's it. I have to level my shit. This is my last chance to get it all to 60, before cuz once i get in the voker everything is dead to me everything is fucking dead i got a level it quick i made it halfway there i got three dudes to 60 i got to get that guys i think i'm going to do it i think i'm going to boost my priest to 50 to 60 with my boost cuz what else just I use, to, just to else? have it be 60 what else am I using that boost for what else is it being used for I don't know. You have almost everything else at sixty, anyways. Right, right. And I have a sixty boost, so I'm like, at this point, it's just like a, a three hour time saver, I guess.
3: <laughs> and that really is all it is, too, with all this extra thing. It's just three hours.
1: Like, yeah, like, like, cause, like, I don't, like, I don't know what else. To, I, I guess I could boost it on like another server. I could do that, right? Like, it's not, it's per account, yeah. So if I ever like wanted to play with somebody, but like at this point, with how cross faction and shit is. Everything's crumbling. The, 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 the fucking training card games are, are thrown to the wind. The fucking Horde the and Lance are best friends now. Is this even World of Warcraft anymore? What's next? What's fucking next? Are we going to allow woman to fucking rule Stormwind? Is that
3: what's going to happen? Boo, never. Hit it with rocks. Never.
2: I was going to say you I saw what happened her. the last time <laughs> that we had a woman in charge. She was actually an evil dragon.
3: Yeah, it's actually it's a fun fact. Lady Proctor was real, but... All of the the MRA guys in Stormwind said, I don't like, <laughs> I don't like a lady leading us.
0: Turn her into a dragon.
3: So they snuck in over the walls of Stormguard Keep and they did a magic spell on her and turned her into a dragon and was like, oh, she was a dragon the whole time. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> the entire anixia raid was just the byproduct of the, the MGTOW, the men going their own way movement in Stormwind.
1: <laughs> hey, what's Growlina up to these days? Where's she
3: yeah, at? Yeah, what's she doing? What's she doing?
0: Well, howdy there, partners. Growlina, back from a long trip down some dusty trails. Said trails led me all the way to the Night Elf's other big tree, here in Mount Hyjal, and my new friend Rangkun. Rang, I just gotta ask, what are you doing here? Like, what quest? I'm about to throw bears out of a tree onto a trampoline, I guess. No, not the quest, Rang. I mean, what are you doing here in Hyjal? It's 2022, and you're choosing to level in Cat-a-Zones? And Hyjal of all of them? What, didn't get into fire elementals literally everywhere else?
3: I don't know, LOL. I just picked a spot from the board. I kinda turned my brain off and went wherever it told me to go.
0: I apologize, friend. I didn't mean to offend. It's just wild to me that anyone is even here. I thought for sure I'd have to swallow my pride and just interview Aviana.
3: You're right, LMAO. I haven't even seen anyone
0: else around other than you, so maybe you have a bit of a point. Well, I'm going to watch my new friend throw some bear cubs at a tiny target. Who knows, maybe I'll pull a bubble tiger and snatch one for myself. Until next episode, though, it's been growl.
3: Thank you, Growlina, famed rider of Xerath Overseer, who fearlessly defeated Sir Sire Denathrius eight times in Castle Nathria, making all of their 341 heroic and mythic boss skills look easy. You truly have a legacy here in the world of Warcraft.
0: Uh,
2: so I take it you guys uh, use Twitter to get your little... Uh I don't know. Yeah, your little your little,
3: your little Warcraft stories, those little experiment they did. Uh, they gave me two for whatever reason, which looking at it, I think they just pull from like things you've done in-game. Wait, so what did you say? The... Well, that was one. Oh, that was actually the one? one? I you were joking. That was one. And the other one said, Growlina, hero of fate, masterfully pushed their team's pace and damage to conquer a fierce plus 17 sanguine depths. And both of them ended in... They also seem to have a solid understanding of basic mechanics, having only died in the fire five times. So the whole thing was they're like, it's your Warcraft story. I thought they just make a little randomly generated story. It looks like they just pick two facts and put it on a nice picture for you.
1: I'm doing mine right now as we speak, but continue.
3: (laughs) Well, they do. it, It is random. It's randomly generated. But there is a little elf who has to take care of it, so it might take us about a couple tens of minutes here. But while we do, I want to talk about the new Dragonflight Legacy that came out. Yeah,
2: we're talking part two here, and um,
3: it goes against what our
2: expectations were. It basically is just a continuation.
3: (laughs) Remember all those fun theories we had? Throw them out the window. It's the same fucking thing as the first one.
2: And by that, we mean it is literally Nosedormu continuing to talk to Emberthal, continuing to f- fill him in. or to fill her in, sorry. And this one is about how all the dragon aspects had to defend the world from Deathwing. It's basically about, like, Deathwing being corrupted by the old gods and wanting to destroy everything. And... I I guess like the interesting bit of what what what?
3: Fucking slide whistle got his done instantly. It took him forever to get my Warcraft story. Fuck this guy. Wow,
1: see the shrouded masterfully pushed their team's pace and damage to conquer a fierce plus twenty methagon junkyard. That's it. That's not that hard. Many have heard their two hundred and fifty six laughs echo throughout the tent. That sucks.
3: You know what else sucks? Dragonflight Legacies, because all it was, was it was just like, it was recapping, okay, so Deathwing existed, and he was real bad, he made them put their powers in the Dragon Scale, and then, with the hero's help, we beat him. and Dragonkind has known no scarier threat since, hmm?
2: Yeah, so I guess, um, one interesting tidbit is that Emberthal was defensive, because emberthal was created by deathwing right and emberthal was like my general would never do that what do you mean and then like no like here i'll show you okay but then yeah no says that like they had to give up their powers as aspects because of this and then i feel like the end is it's like kind of a cliffhanger i feel i mean we said this last week but i feel like part three has to be a little more interesting right because this part two ends with no being like i can see everything except one thing that you, referring to Emberthal, need to show me.
3: Yeah, especially because the end of Kata is where a lot of our dragon stories leave off. Like, under, other than Isera dying in Legion, none of those other guys are really doing much. So, th- th- next one has to be something more interesting. It has to be new info, maybe.
1: Yeah, no, it has to be. Because, well they could also do another fucking history lesson where they literally just walk us through, like, the end time dungeon. Is that the one that he's mm-hmm. in?
2: Yeah, I mean, I have I saw one theory where um, Nosedormu doesn't know what part of the history is because it's the part where he becomes Morazon. So maybe that's what, like, this next story is going to be. I don't know. that, Or it's just something specific about what the,
1: the Drakthir need to do. I, I don't know. It's also weird to me that he can't see the part where he became Merazan. Can't he... I mean, okay, so the Sands of Time, when he uses them, is only what he has seen in the past? We... Okay, so us, as Draenor Darlings, have had such limited experience with Norse Dormu that I don't know the extent of his powers. So when he makes the Swirling Sand stuff, is it only, like, what he's personally viewed or what the Sands of Time have recorded because
3: couldn't somebody else just see it <laughs> i always assumed it was all recorded history could technically be remembered like it's it's all happening and some bronze dragon somewhere is witnessing it subconsciously
1: right and so like but i guess that obviously isn't the case because he's he because he and, said and so also-
3: he knows what Murizand was, and he was like, eventually I'll become him, which means surely he knows there was a change in him at some point. Like, you didn't defeat Murizan in the Norse Dome, he was like, whoa, what the fuck is that? Like, he, w- he was very calm about it.
2: Wait, guys, I have another theory. Maybe whatever this is is going to tie in to the tier dungeon, because we're getting part three next week. And then after that, we are going to get the Drakthir, and when we get the Drakthir, we're getting that tier dungeon, right? Yeah, the, mm-hmm. ti- the tier dungeon comes with the Drakthir. So maybe I don't know. I mean, like I feel like last week we were very confident about what these these uh like legacies animated shorts were gonna be, and now I'm just like I don't know. So I'm I'm so I'm, low I'm so excited for here.
3: the next one to be like. Like, he tells him a story of, like, Ratheon. He's like, I don't know, Ratheon kissed Anduin, and then they shared a passionate night of love at the inn. And then it's like, and what happens next? I do not know, but they are written down somewhere. Then Emberthal will be like, where? Where, my liege, are they written down? And it's like, on the discs of Norganon. And you just see, like, it pushes past them. Who's that shadow in the background? It's Arcadus.
1: Arcadus.
3: It's Iron, yeah. I was like, it's Iron, She's setting up her miniature. She's like, please do not step on them. This took me all week.
1: Which is actually a great tie in because a, an hour or so ago, Blizzard released their official Dragonflight dungeon stuff. We're not finished, I want legacies, but. They have, like, basically their official blurb statements on each dungeon. So I scroll down through them to Legacy of Tyr and what their official description is before it launches. Uldamon is an ancient Titan facility where long ago, allies of the heroic keeper Tyr hid the Disks of Dorgadon. After After returning to Dragon Isles, Queen Alexstrasza learned of another disc locked away within Uldamon. One that holds memories of Tyr himself. Believing this knowledge is needed to restore the power of the aspects, Alexstrasza has asked her mortal allies, bitch do it yourself, to brave the perils of Uldeman and recover Tears memories to secure the future of dragonkind. And also the images of a little cute little uh snake person from BFA. What are they called again? The Seth Seth rack. Rack. Yeah, one of them, but they're like stone. They're a, they're a stone rack. Also, do not forget, the first boss of the Uldamon Dungeon is the Lost Dwarfs. Don't forget that.
3: (laughs) I'm not looking forward to it. I don't want those guys to die. I'm just racking my brain as to why we'd even throw down.
1: Well, because the quest for ancient knowledge, untold riches, and worldwide fame has lured brothers Eric, Olaf, and Berog. Into the depths of Ulderman once again. Once again, they've been here before.
3: Yeah, they were there in the oh, original that's right, one. That's they right, that's right. That's right, were yeah. around.
1: There it is. There, but okay. So, like, so you're yeah, gonna like, honestly, kill them. Yes. are we gonna
3: fucking put them down? Is Blizzard so against having outside references that they're killing their own references? <laughs>
1: It says, it seems these brazen explorers may have stayed underground a bit too long, as their scrambled senses are preventing them from recognizing whether someone is friend, dot, 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 or foe.
3: Aww, this is such, this is the most goofy little goober boss we've fought in forever. It's gonna make me so sad to kill them over and over and over to get all of Tears' goodies.
2: Maybe it'll be one of those things where, like, we just beat them up, and then, like, when they're about to die, they're like, "Oh wait, we understand now," and then, like, we don't kill them.
3: What if we just killed two of them? Like, we killed we killed Eric and Bailoff, and then Roll off. It's like, oh my god, not my goodies. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Tears, <laughs> I'm goodies. On the ground. <laughs> Tears goodies. Tears <laughs> goodies.
2: Okay, so where where is this jar that Tear keeps his goodies in? Yeah, show me show me the fucking tear goodie jar.
3: Speaking of goodies that have been obscured, uh, I don't like the revisionism of in the Dragonflight Legacy cutscene, we're back. They made Alexstrasza her new silk pajama form. Boo! I wanted to see some old titties one more time.
2: So, So like the HOTS form, is that what it is?
3: It's even... Okay, I'll say this: I'm putting my hands out. I'm glad they covered her up so she can be taken more seriously. Now I'm going to lower my hands. My boner's going to come up halfway. They put like black silk on everything. I ain't seeing no skin. She had her little boob window covered in <laughs> pajama fabric.
1: Unleash the Alexstraza boobs.
3: All I'm saying is in 2023, year of our Lord... She can cover up because she wants to be a serious general. But back then, she was living the free and easy titties out, the goober flapping everywhere. Let me see that.
1: Flapping everywhere. Hopefully, again, I'm just, I aim. Part three is going to be where we take off. That's what I want to believe, right? Part one and two, we're setting it up. I hope it's not part one, and two, and three. <laughs> We're setting it up. Oh, 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 I just
3: don't know. Like, other than Rathion, like if he comes in there and he's like, "We need to tell you about the necrodrakes in Outland," I'll be like, "Literally lie. You did not need to talk about those."
1: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold the fuck up. Okay, so I've been I've been reading this dungeon uh dungeon release this whole time. Okay, so uh, zone Thaldrassus, dungeon Halls of Infusion deep beneath Tearhold, where the distant organon are lies the halls of infusion its structure was built upon an ancient wellspring the waters of which were channeled by keeper tear to feed the life pools of the red flight now that the dragon isles have reawakened primalist forces have invaded these halls have they come to destroy the facility dot 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 or to reveal secrets that Tyr left behind! And I'm like, wait a minute, what secrets could be here? Nothing, really. The third boss. Kajin the Unyielding. Kajin the Unyielding. Seeds with hatred for Keeper Tear, For tampering with the ancient wellspring beneath Tyr hold. Waters that once flowed with the eternal essence of Azeroth have been polluted by order magic would see the world freed from the malignant legacy of the titans at any cost why are we fighting him why are we fighting him real talk guys are the
2: primalists not
1: actually bad guys i think it's gonna be one of those things where we kill all the fucking good people and we side with the bad guys the last fight his name is literally primal tsunami (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, shit, this is Mako's brother? It's Mako's brother, Primal.
3: Oh, no, he, he he thought he lost everyone to that big wave. Father, mother, giant dragon brother. Oh.
1: The whole idea is basically an infuser is driven to restore the world to what it once was, a primal elemental landscape of unfettered power. She has used all her will and cunning to summon the Primal Tsunami an elemental being mighty enough to topple Keeper Tears' facility and return the waters of the wellspring to their natural state. So either A, they're like, we can heal the land, or they're like, these dragons have been fucking us for so long. We want to fuck these dragons by fucking with their water. Not tears water. Uh,
3: I, I I don't know. It's it's a little murky, but I still think they're bad guys. If someone goes, I want to unlock all the secrets so I can destroy civilization and return the land to water world. I'd be like, well, maybe it's just because I'm from Gilneas, but I think buildings are pretty neat. I think you need to slow your roll, friend. We can work out a treaty. You can take Mulgore. Just turn that into a big water bowl.
2: So, I was, like, being a little bit facetious and dramatic when I said, like, guys, maybe the Primalists are good guys. I don't actually think the Primalists are good guys. I think they have their own motives, but I do think that Tyr was probably a bad guy, and that uh, these waters were probably polluted by the Titans, and, um, the people in this particular dungeon
1: probably are good guys that we will be killing. (laughs) holy shit okay have we we have have we known all the dungeons that were coming out or have we only known half of them
3: because some of these i'm reading i'm like wait what the fuck is this i i have known so little i knew oldemon and then everything else is just like socket to me Dragonflight.
2: here's the thing i think we knew their names i don't know that for all of them we knew all of the bosses and like the context
1: I want you guys to check host chat, and what does this picture remind you of?
3: Uh, that looks like the nexus of Wrath content. I can see myself flying up and down that thing, just going, where is the raid entrance?
2: Um, it looks ethereal and or void to me. Uh, hmm. Okay, so there's like... Uh, so what I'm seeing right now is there are like purple crystals and I see some maybe are those
1: void lord type beings there it does look pretty voidy doesn't it which I think arcane so this is this so the what, the, what Aaron was saying this is a Malago's created this dungeon this is the azure vault. This is long ago, mm. Malagos created the Azure Vault as a place for Syndragosa to catalog and store away curious magical artifacts that Malagos had found, locked away and deserted a millennia ago, the vault has fallen into disrepair, leaving it vulnerable to attacks from without. dot dot, dot. and within.
2: Yo, so Ooh. on one of our earlier earlier podcast episodes, we um, read something about Cindergosa
1: being a librarian. Yeah. Um, so I, is this, is this what this is then? 100%. So it's a, it's a locked away archive. There's four bosses in here. They all have to do with fucking Maligos. One of these is like Azure Blade. He was security for the vault. He refused to leave when it was sealed. When the blue dragons failed to return... Her bitter resignation drove her to madness. People and beings have been trapped inside of this with nowhere to fucking go. Yo, this is
2: giving me big, um, Avatar The Last Airbender possibly filler episode where the owl that was a librarian under the sands went crazy because he was trapped there.
3: Hey, hey, no episode of At-Lore-Is-Filler- it's all very important. It also happened to be the one before they found Appa. So I just remember it as being the one prior to Appa.
2: Listen, as an adult if you go back and rewatch some of this, there are distinctly episodes that are like feel they that they feel like filler. But I agree with you. Even if they're filler, I appreciate them.
3: Also, I'm so sorry. I don't I don't want to get my ass reamed out by Atler people. That was the reason Appa was taken, was because he was like, I'm not going to go down in that vault. And he was like, okay, Appa, you can stay up here in the sand. And that's why he got took.
1: He was afraid. He didn't like how it felt. And then it's little six feet. Okay, I have the other dungeons that I believe are the ones we don't know about. Neltharis. Well, we kind of know about this one because
2: this is one of the ones that was, like, shown and, like, people were streaming it. Oh, That's weird. Shown. I
3: have no idea who, which character this dungeon is connected to. Looking.
1: <laughs> oh, really?
3: Yeah, you know, and it's off t- I feel like in the back of my mind I should know, but I just don't know who lives in Neltharis.
1: Yeah, it's literally just Black Dragon Fights Home. What? But the other one is Alcathar Academy. You know what that is? I don't think so.
3: (laughs) I'm just imagining dragon school. I hope one of them had a big graduation hat. Well, let me tell you, Aaron, you nailed it. You nailed it.
2: Wait, judging by the picture I'm seeing on slide screen, is this a Hogwarts reference? Long ago,
1: the great Alcathar Academy was a place of higher learning for all Dragons. Though it felt dormant with the rest of
3: the aisles, did they have, did they have dragon notebooks? Wait, yes, did yes, they have little dragon pencils. Uh,
1: well, according to the Hearthstone, they did. So I can, I can, yeah. There was a guy who's like a little like scribe. Though it felt dormant with the rest of the aisles, it is reopened and is back under the guidance of Head Teacher doragosa In a series of exciting new changes, the academy is currently seeking new students from all walks of life not just dragons, volunteers <laughs> to help get it back to the bustling halls of education it once was.
3: Shut the fuck. <laughs> I thought this was going to be a Man's thing where it's like, this was a school that is evil. But no, some new bitch showed up and she was like, we need to clean off the cobwebs and get this thing rolling again. Dude, this sounds
1: awesome. So it sounds like, like so there's four bosses. Each of the dragons that seem like they're different versions. Like, uh, uh, different flights. Veximus, As one of the most tenured professors in the academy, Max Dormu uses his powers as a bronze dragon to bring his history lessons to life. While it's educational and a fun experience, it can occasionally go awry. Okay, Professor Lupin with the boggart in the little closet.
3: If we do not get a dragon who claps their erasers together and be like, oh, I'm so sorry I created a big dust elemental. I will be a little irate. <laughs>
1: well, it seems like we have the bronze dragon's history. We have a botany d- dragon who obviously is going to be green. Croth, the Lish Livrath or toss arena is quite literally for the birds these days. That's a real sentence they wrote for this. I, I didn't say that. That was the <laughs> written sentence. Croft has taken up residence in the center of the arena and has no plans to move out soon. Let's see if we can get her to play ball. Dot 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 and leave. Why do they use so many ellipses? Like when I when I was saying dot dot dot, that wasn't me for flair. They literally put ellipses in every single paragraph of these sentences. Honestly, it's probably because the people writing them are like boomers. The head teacher has the biggest paragraph, and yet there's nothing of substance in here. So I'm not not even going to read it. But it's cool. I'm glad that there's, like, serious dungeons, and there's, like, funny Hogwarts references dungeons. That's fun. Watches hate it. Like how we hated uh, Violet Hold both times.
3: (laughs) I just... I don't know. I I just it's it's too good of a concept. I'm putting too much of my mental energy into this goof dungeon, but I'm fully ready one month from now to be like, it's terrible. I hate it. I'm trying to skip through the bookshelves.
1: Yeah, like like we're going for time, so I'm 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 not gonna read the null one, but I will just say one thing about the null dungeon. There's a boss called Tree Mouth, and if Tree Mouth doesn't win sexiest NPC of the year the next time we do this <laughs> we have committed a crime you heard it from Slide Whistle not us Tree Mouth's description is withered by decay this once proud ancient has been dubbed Tree Mouth by the gnolls as the rot settle onto its branches so did it settle into its mind it's a crazy tree with a great big mouth oh
2: wow uh not only sexy but kind of relatable
1: honestly maybe how about this is this crazy is this insane should i hand tree mouth a little piece of paper that says honorary for future reference sexiest npc of the week there's a little <laughs> sl- here's an iou
3: <laughs> you can cash that in at any point tree <laughs> It doesn't matter if we're already at the hour mark. You can sneak in for a little five-minute pep talk.
2: Or, hear me out. Why don't we just have a sexiest NPC of the week right now without any picture of this bitch and then go for it? (laughs) This week's sexiest
1: NPC of the week is Tremouth, withered by Decay.
3: Ooh, Ooh, and you know. (laughs) I'm just going to start it out. You know what that mouth do. And it's apparently how's a tree. You know, if if the gnolls
2: gave um this being the nickname tree mouth, like they gotta be pretty good at two things. That is being a tree and mouth. So like take that as you will. Ayo, hey, tree <laughs> what
1: that mouth do. <laughs>
3: And with that, ooh, Tree Mouth is no, no. I got, oh, yeah, I, got, I got, one, I got Lend one more. I up. got one more. You know, them knolls rude as hell. You know, they ran a massive train on my friend Tree Mouth, which means there are plenty of little knot holes to put your schmingus.
1: Do you think, um, pork pie
3: put some gifts in Tree Mouth's hole? <laughs> I'm about to put my gifts in Tree Mouth's hole.
1: Okay, well, Amune just said who, as if you didn't know Mr. Green's best friends who celebrated his birthday,
3: Pork Pie. We're really going to give it to him next year. We're going to give it to him next year, Marty. We're really going to give it yeah, we're to gonna, him. We're going to take him to go see Tree Mouth, and Tree Mouth is going to absolutely suck the life out of him. Through his penis, I mean. Maybe it has a drain life attack. I don't know. We don't know a lot about Tree Mouth. Well, how
1: about this? We'll leave you with this. As the rot on its branches, it left a creature bent on nothing more than the need to feed and spread decay. To <laughs> so your balls.
3: I'm about to, I'm about to spread my decay all <laughs> over.
2: You know, as I said earlier, this is the sexiest NPC that's kind of relatable because I also have a need to feed and uh, spread my decay. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, honestly, I dream my homie. I think we're best friends. And now it's time for a top two, bottom boot, medium boot of the week. Aaron, what you got for us this week?
3: Well, I have a very confusing time here, but I do have a top two. <laughs> so those who have listened to the show remembered long, long ago, almost two years ago, I said, they're coming out with the Sylvanas Nendroid, the little posable figure, and I can't wait to get it. And then, because of fan, cat, whatever their distributor was, because of shenanigans, they canceled my order, <gasps> and Blizzard canceled my order. And then I had to go and get it from some other website. But the other website said, sorry, we sent them all out. The best you can hope for is a pre-order for next time. And I'm like, you know what? This is cursed. I'm just done with this. Well, I woke up yesterday and like a dusty old letter coming from Dragon Man's school, it said, <gasps> your Sylvanas is coming, sir. <gasps> the one that I ordered in April 2021. She is finally coming, and she will be here tomorrow. By the time you are listening to this, I might be posing my cool little Sylvanas, which is weird because it's like beginning of Shadowlands, Sylvanas. Like, she has all her, like, stink magic, and I was like, I don't feel comfortable making her do this. She's a nice lady now.
1: Now.
2: It's also funny that, like, a character that I feel like personally none of us really care that much about made you wait this long for it, which made you yes. probably also kind of want it because it made she made you wait this long for it.
3: Yeah, the, the, the thing is, I just want it because I paid X amount of money at, twice. I had to go through Blizzard and then I had to go through this other place. And my thing is, like, I want to get it and then pose it and then take a picture and send it to Ian and be like, see, I bought the stupid thing. Now make him of characters we actually like. They made 78 million Overwatch ones. Let's make some more WoW ones. please. I support. Mm Mm-hmm. But that is my TTBBMM. Slide Whistle, what is yours?
1: I got myself a big fat bottom boot. (laughs) Boo. Boo. My bottom boot is a slippery slump. I believe as... If they continue to introduce TCG mounts as rewards through Twitch drops and whatnot, I think other long-time-standing WoW things will also fall with it. Now, this sounds dramatic, but we have had the, the Horde and Alliance split. has been The barriers for that have been broken down, which is mostly a good thing. That, that That's fine. I, I'm, I'm not opposed to that. But as that falls down and the TCG mount card thing falls down for the first time, I think they're going to become less afraid to pull down other things that have been long standing. It's always been like this. I don't know what that actually entails, but the feeling that I have from those first two, I don't think it's going to end up being good or you know what maybe it will be good but my bottom boot is how i currently feel about it i'm a little worried i'm a little worried i feel like wow has had a it's been such a long standing thing that i feel like as they remove the other pillars around it i'm not saying that the mounts are a pillar but like they're removing things that they would never dare touch before and now they're touching those things they're gonna keep touching other things because they want to make more money and you know obviously it's a company i'm just a little scared for the future and the uncertainty of what it brings, I think, is what where I'm at right now. <laughs> what about you, Amin? What's your top two bottom move, medium move? That's kind of deep, wasn't it?
2: <laughs> it was a little deep, but I understand where you're coming from. Um, is it a little bit of boomer energy,
1: maybe? But, like, I, I get it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, it's, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, like, somebody was there before being like, no, we probably shouldn't do that. And they're they're probably not there anymore, so they're like, yeah, let's do that. So like, I guess I don't even know like what else they could like do this with, but I'm just I'm, just a, little, I'm just a little afraid.
2: Fair enough. Um, but I have, I guess it'll be a medium mood. I'm not hundred percent sure how to feel about it yet.
3: Medium, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. mood.
2: And it's basically the fact that all since we've last recorded, there's been like several like nerfs, unnerfs, nerfs of priest things of the talent trees and like so disc disc and holy both got nerfed like holy priest was just like a straight up like five percent nerf of healing across the board which felt bad and then disc priest they like nerfed it to the ground felt like they like changed like their big cooldown like evangelism from like a one and a half minute cooldown to a three minute cooldown i don't play disc so like i don't really like i didn't really care and i i honestly maybe this is my hubris i kind of laughed a little bit um And then, that ended up getting reverted, um, so now, just Holy Priest got nerfed 5%, and I'm like, hmm, I mean, I'm still gonna play Holy Priest, but I just, in general, feel a little apprehensive about how Holy Priest is gonna feel, like, the rotation in Raid and all that. It just feels, I don't know, I I just feel very apprehensive about moving from Shadowlands into Dragonflight when I got very comfortable in in, um... Uh, Shadowlands and I'm scared for the future, <laughs> basically.
3: Mm, have you ever tried healing as a evoker? Uh no, but you know I mean I think that I think that's the I think that's the big move. I think we should all just be naked dragon men. Okay. Okay. It'll be tough having no tank, but you know what? That's just the that's the sacrifice we have to make going into 10.0. Are 0? you going to use Jake Long?
1: I think so, yeah, yeah. Fuck.
3: You have to, you have to hang out with Falaval.
1: Oh, I'll find the new one. I'll find the new one.
3: Speaking of new ones, uh, patrons, we got one. You're going to have to wait to hear who it is. <laughs> because we have to get through these old ass motherfuckers, like Eww. Command Sergeant Major Tizurla, Whee! fourth host of the podcast to Monkey, Ahoy oh, Vince, a.k.a. Nathanos killed himself to see Sylvanas since she won't even pick up the phone sync slash drag race, Azarin, Mitch, who wants the pod to know that the hunters of Moss are burly boys. Crucifix, Cardache, Saracen Hawk, three duck Dorno, Gershi squirts, a squirt, Hoax, asking Gralina to say for the horde. Vanderlyle generational talent and ever insufferable Smurf, the beast god. Did he just add that today? He did, he did in fact, and then he asked me if I could add that, and I said, yep, can do it, and he sent a heart emoji. Slide whistle says, fuck Craig. Shout out to new patron, new patron, new patron, new patron, new patron alert, Chris M. Um, and Will, aka Tyre, Trade Chat's fallen father.
1: Got a new puppy, so fucking cute! Oh my god, that dog is ridiculously cute. I hate dogs, but that dog is so fucking cute. I'm so mad. I'm like, do I want to? Do I have? Do I have puppy fever? I hope not. I don't want a puppy. Me neither. That's too much work.
3: <laughs> They're very bitey.
1: Yeah. Oh. Anyway, if you guys want to send us an email or anything, send it to do DoNotRelentPod at gmail.com. You can find our Discord at DoNotRelent.com. Join that link. Join the discussion. We talk wrestling. We talk Wordle. We talk Pokemon. We talk Call of Duty if you guys want to. I've been playing a lot of them. <laughs> um, you made a face. Don't make that fucking face again at me.
3: I'm willing to talk about Call of Duty with you, but only up to Black Ops 2. Okay. you want to talk about Michael Rooker's terrible hair in that game? I'm your man. I want
1: to talk about Call of Duty: World of War for the Wii. That's what I really want to talk about. But what a- I, w-
3: I want to see those epic. I want to see Victor Reznov in those shitty <laughs> 24 <laughs> pixels on the screen graphics. Victor <laughs> Reznov victory, is my that's
1: my hero. He's my hero. I love Victor Reznov. What about you guys? We're gonna invite you on the internet. We've again
2: approached that uh, Call of Duty
1: zone where I do not feel welcome
2: on my own podcast. <laughs> but you can find me Alex or Immunization what? on Twitter at New Era Alex. You can follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. Um, yeah,
0: the rotten cancer of the fascist Reich ravages Europe like a plague. Their relentless drive into our motherland steals the lives of men, women, and children alike. Oh,
1: that's... Uh, and you doesn't even understand what you're talking about, but uh, my hand is on my heart right now, and I'm clutching it like a fucking grandma clutching her pearls.
0: We will take our fight to their land, to their people, to their blood!
3: Anyways, you can <laughs> find me and human in the Call of Duty zone and on Twitter.com at the big Cheesy. Read this show's literary musings at DonotRelent.LiveJournal.com and come catch me playing games on Twitch at Twitch. Oh my god. Come oh my, catch. I, there's gotta be a PC version of World at War. That's the next thing I'm doing. Let's go.
2: I have no fucking idea what that whole last minute and a half exchange was between you guys. I
1: spent 2,000 plus hours in Dota 2, I, I guarantee you I spent double that in Call of Duty World at War. Guarantee you. Minimum. The you sure? towards g- yes.
0: a glorious victory has been a journey of blood and brutality. All of it has been necessary, just like this last four minutes of content. So good.
1: That's actually pretty impressive. You're doing a dying Russian man but
0: it's so
3: ridiculous. <laughs> that's I mean that's I play it's like I said I was in the Call of Duty zone I played a lot of World of War and Black Ops yep, 1 yep, yep. Anyways, bye everyone yeah we'll
1: catch you guys next week and remember another down do not relent do not relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network representing US Prodmore's premier podcasts
3: that was a very good wish